Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. And this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Wednesday, June 30th, and this episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the app, join the Locked On Boston Bruins room, and you can get in on the conversation with me next time I am on Spotify Greenroom. Today on the podcast, we're going to discuss some final Bruins accolades that were bestowed uh, yesterday, as well as take a look at the resurfacing trade rumblings between the Bruins and the Arizona Coyotes, and uh, another mock draft has dropped. We'll take a look at who uh, the Athletics' Scott Wheeler has the Bruins taking at the 20 spot. Before we get into all that... Quick reminder to please hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed, free to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. Unfortunately, early on in the history of the podcast, we were spammed with some one-star reviews to try to keep us down, so I'd like to get that uh, average rating up. So if you could toss a star rating up, that would be very much appreciated. Um, What else? If you're on Twitter, you can follow the podcast at LOBostonBruins. On Instagram, we're LockedOnBruins. And you can find me and my dad jokes and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. I should mention it is the last day of June for July. We will still be uh, going full steam ahead because the, the final's still not over. We have the expansion draft, the NHL draft, the start of free agency. So it's going to be a busy July. We'll still be going Monday to Friday, although I will be away for a few days uh, near the end of July. But I will keep you posted uh, for exactly when there will be a lack of uh, locked on Boston Bruins episodes. Let's begin uh, with some awards results. Yesterday, the NHL announced the Hart Trophy, the Norris, the Vesna, and the Calder. Uh, the Hart and the Norris are where Bruins come into play. Uh, Brad Marchand finished fifth in Hart Trophy voting, which is uh, very impressive. Behind Connor McDavid, he was the second unanimous winner in league history, joining Wayne Gretzky. Uh, Austin Matthews finished second, followed by Nathan McKinnon, Sidney Crosby, and then Marchand finished fifth in voting, tying the highest that he's ever uh, achieved in this voting. Uh, second time, he was the fifth place finisher. Uh, he did that again in 2018-2019, his fourth top 10 finish in the last five seasons. So Brad Marchand's uh, you know, rise to an elite winger in the NHL, uh, more than cemented at this point. He was also named to the NHL's first all-star team on Tuesday night, marking the second time he has been selected as the league's top left winger. Um, he joined the first team in 2016-17 and was a second all-star team selection in each of the past two seasons. Uh Marchand recorded a team-high 69 points, 29 goals, in just 53 games during the 2020-21 season. 
Uh, that came on the heels of a sports hernia surgery following last season. Uh, he managed to produce the highest point-per-game mark of his career at 1.3. He also finished ninth in Selkie voting uh, for the second straight year, uh, marking the ninth time in his career that he has received votes for the best defensive forward. Uh, of course, Patrice Bergeron, uh, who is a record-tying four-time winner, finished second. So well-deserved honors for Brad Marchand uh, after a fantastic 2020-2021. Uh, Charlie McAvoy also got some love in the Norris Trophy voting. He finished fifth, uh, his first top five finish in his young career. He was 10th last season. Uh, he did receive two first-place votes uh, after taking the reins as Boston's top defenseman this past season. He finished behind winner Adam Fox. Uh, I'm sure Pierre Maguire was quite tickled about that. Uh, Colorado's Kale McCarr, Tampa's Victor Hedman, and Carolina's Dougie Hamilton rounded out the top four. McAvoy led the Bruins in time on ice, averaging 26 minutes and 39 seconds per game. In his fourth full season with the team, racked up 30 points, uh, too shy of his career high in just 51 games. And, you know, if he had been quarterbacking the power play, getting some more offensive opportunities that way, I think he would have been a finalist for sure. Uh, he was sixth among defensemen in NHL All-Star voting with 99 points. Uh, I should mention Pasternak finished fifth among right wings in the all-star balloting. And he also received one fifth place vote for the Hart Trophy, putting him in 19th in that voting. Also, perhaps somewhat hilariously, Bruins defenseman Jacobs Borrell uh, received one vote for the NHL's all-rookie team. So when we put it all together, we have uh, the Bruins finishing as such in the awards voting. Don Sweeney finished 11th in the GM of the Year award. Cassidy finished 11th for the Jack Adams. Uh, Marchand, of course, finished first when it comes to left wings in the All-Star voting to go along with 5th in the Hart and 9th in the Selkie. Uh, Bergeron won the Marc Messier Leadership Award, finished 2nd in Selkie voting and 27th in Lady Bing voting. Uh, McAvoy finished 5th in the Norris, 6th in All-Star Defenseman voting. Pasternak finished 5th in All-Star Right Wing voting, tied 19th for the Hart. Uh, and Zborl with that uh, finishing 7th in the All-Rookie Defenseman uh, category. So, yeah, well-deserved accolades, or uh, I guess not accolades per se, but well-deserved recognition at least for Marchand. McAvoy and Bergeron this season. Uh, of course, Tuka Rask was a Vesna finalist last year, but uh, did not get a nod uh, this year after being on the shelf for most of the, not most of the season, but much of the season anyways. Um, I mentioned Fox won the Norris, McDavid won the Hart, uh, Mark andre Fleury won the Vesna for the first time in his career, which is pretty remarkable um, considering he's, you know, on the back end of his 30s. And uh, Kirill Kaprizov won the Calder Trophy, which is, of course, well-deserved. That was uh, not in question at all in my mind. And, you know, while Marchand and Bergeron might kind of be 
uh, moving out of their award-worthy days. I think it's only uphill from here for Charlie McAvoy, and I'd be shocked if he doesn't finish in the top three in the Norris voting uh, next year. Now, like I mentioned off the top, this episode is brought to you by Green Room, the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting a room for Locked On Bruins once a week, and you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join a conversation about the Bruins, the NHL. Just download the free Green Room app. Available on all iOS devices as well as Android. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. Follow me at Locked On Bruins to be notified when my room goes live. You won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live later this week, and I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Bruins. See you there. Green Room, changing the way we talk sport. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It comes in nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited-time flavor, when you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the flavors, well, you're missing out. There's coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. There's really something for everyone. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you will get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are they great tasting, but they're also healthy too. There's about 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs in the typical Built Bar. Right now, Locked On listeners can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now, I wanted to once again touch on the trade links between the Boston Bruins and the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Frank Saravelli, formerly of TSN, now of DailyFaceOff.com, he posted an icebreakers column. Uh, First of all, he mentioned that the St. Louis Blues are exploring a trade for star winger Vladimir Tarasenko, which is very interesting, but that's not what we're talking about here right now. He wrote... The Boston Bruins may revisit trade talks on Arizona Coyotes captain Oliver ekman Larson. The bigger question, could a potential package include winger and Boston native Connor Garland? Of course, he's not technically from Boston, but uh, the sentiment remains. He's a local guy. The Bruins are believed to have interest in both Saravelli rights. Uh, he continues, we know that Boston was one of ekman Larson's two desired locations last offseason. Talks came down to the wire of a deadline set by the ekman Larson camp for new GM Bill Armstrong to pull the trigger, but fell short. The big issue then, and of course one that remains, is how much money Arizona is willing to retain on the deal. Uh, the defenseman has a whopping six years remaining at $8.25 million per season with nearly $50 million in real cash to be paid. Eee. The Coyotes were barely willing to move the needle then, sources suggesting a willingness to shave off $1.25 million or so per season, but even that was not firm. Will Armstrong be willing to retain more now? That's the key to making a deal happen, not just in Boston, but anywhere else. 
uh, I guess, Ekman Larson's willing to be more flexible on his destination this offseason. He will reportedly consider whatever is presented to him by Arizona, and the Coyotes are believed to be operating under a significantly um, lowered internal budget next season. One way that they may be able to get the Bruins' interest up is to adorn the OEL contract with some Garland. Garland is a 25-year-old restricted free agent. Uh, It's clear that he is on his way out of the desert. Uh, The situate Massachusetts native has enjoyed success in a Bruins jersey before, racking up 42 goals and 94 points in just 40 games in a season with the Boston Junior Bruins playing alongside Jack Eichel. He actually uh, outscored Jack Eichel that season uh, in 2020-2021, Connor Garland had a fantastic season, recording uh, 39 points in 49 games, 12 goals, 27 assists. The uh, right-hand shot was drafted in the fifth round by the Coyotes in 2015. And uh, yeah, he's developed into a very uh, good right-winger, and he would look great in my mind, on the Bruins, uh, you know, middle six behind uh, Craig Smith, David Pasternak. You put uh, Garland on the third line with uh, Charlie Coyle and Nick Ritchie or Jake DeBrusque. Uh, You could have a pretty formidable third line there. So, again, the OEL contract is just unpalatable at $8.25 million. Even at $7 million, it's a pretty big ask. But if... It means the Bruins can uh, add Garland, and they're willing to retain a couple million. If the asking price isn't too steep, then there could be something there, and it'll definitely be something to keep an eye on here early on in the offseason. Again, Saravelli saying the Bruins are interested in both Ekman Larson and Garland. Obviously, Garland a bit more, uh, but if it means they have to bite the bullet, and uh, take on OEL to get Garland, then perhaps Sweeney would pull the trigger. And again, OEL is a very decent left-hand shot defenseman. Uh, His best year is potentially behind him, but you never know what could happen when he is placed in uh, Boston system and playing with uh, some better players than he has had around him in the desert. Uh, He could really shine uh, with, you know, either... Charlie McAvoy, or Brandon Carlo. Uh, So we'll see uh, what's going on there. Now, I mentioned uh, last week that Corey Pronman of The Athletic released his mock draft and had uh, Daniil Chaika as the 20th overall selection to the Boston Bruins. And that was echoed uh, by Scott Wheeler in his latest mock draft. He has... Uh, Chaika ranked 49th overall, but he writes the following. The Bruins are the team whose picks most regularly mystify me. Mason Lorai is a better prospect today than the one Wheeler thought he was when they drafted him 58th a year ago. Jack Stanika has panned out as a second rounder, but almost every single one of their 15 other picks they've made in the last four drafts have made me scratch my head for either where they took a player I liked or for taking players 
I wouldn't have even considered drafting at all. So that would date back to 2017, uh, where the Bruins took Yerho Vakaninen, uh, 18th overall, Stanika in the second round, Jeremy Swayman in the fourth round. I don't think anybody uh, can question that at the moment. Uh, Jacob Lauko in 2018 could be good. Axel Anderson was taken in the second round. He was since traded. And then, of course, uh, John Beecher in the first round back in 2019, to name a few of the picks Wheeler is referencing. Um, let's see. Their pool has suffered as a result on top of trading two of their last three first rounders, which doesn't help their scouts. So there's a little bit of reverse logic at play in this selection because it feels like a team is going to take Cheka in this range. In fairness, there are plenty around the league who believe he's a first rounder, so the Bruins wouldn't be on an island. Even though he's a player, I wouldn't. That being Scott Wheeler, meaning we wouldn't take him in the first round. I can't help but wonder if that team will be Boston. So, again, not a ringing endorsement uh, per se for uh, Chaika. Again, I would kind of like to see it just because he plays for the Guelph Storm. It'd be cool to have a uh, Bruins prospect locally to be able to watch and talk to regularly. Uh, But at the same time, an anonymous source has uh, jumped into my DMs a couple times and said the Bruins are very unlikely to select uh, this left-hand shot defenseman with the 20th overall pick unless uh, Don Sweeney swoops in and kind of overrules the scouting staff who uh, don't appear to be too high on uh, this particular player. But that's who Wheeler has at uh, at this point as the guy going to the Bruins with the 20th overall pick, uh, echoing Pronman a week ago, uh, saying the same thing. But again, I should add, he has him ranked 49th overall. The NHL draft, uh, just a few weeks away now, and uh, we will definitely be all over whoever the Bruins select in that draft with a full recap um, here on Locked On Boston Bruins. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, UFC. Before the next event, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information to get you uh, up-to-date on all you need to know for betting purposes. You can also sign up for a free 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL. The Buffalo Sabres have officially named Don Granato as their head coach, signing him to a three-year contract. He took over on an interim basis midway through the season after they fired Ralph Kruger. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how the players respond to his coaching in a full season. To their credit, uh, the Sabres did look better once Granado took over, and that was without Jack Eichel, and that likely will be the norm moving forward as the superstar center appears to be on his way out. 
ESPN unveiled their roster of talent for uh, next season as they will take over broadcast rights from NBC. A couple big names from Canada moving down, including TSN's Ray Ferraro and Cassie Campbell-Pascal from Sportsnet. Uh, Mark Messier, Chris Chelios have been hired as analysts. Other analysts include Brian Boucher, Kevin Weeks, Ryan Callahan, AJ Mlechko, Rich DiPietro, Hillary Knight, and Barry Melrose. Uh, additional broadcasters will be Steve McDonough, Steve Levy, John Butchergrass, Leah Hextall, Blake Bolden, uh, Linda Cohn, Emily Kaplan, and Greg Wyshynski. So a uh, very diverse and exciting roster of talent amassed by ESPN. It'll be uh, very interesting to see how they approach hockey coverage uh, next season. Just to go back to Eichel for a second, uh, Darren Dreger reports media has linked the Blackhawks to the Buffalo Sabres captain. Uh, it's kind of hard to imagine they can fit another $10 million player into their lineup alongside Taves and Kane. Uh, Alex Dabrinkat will soon become a big money player as well, uh, but they seem to be interested. And the Blackhawks are also trying to add an elite level defenseman, and they've been linked to Dougie Hamilton and Seth Jones. Speaking of the Blackhawks, of course, they definitely have some questions to answer about the um, sexual assault scandal facing them. And as the draft expansion, all that uh, comes on the horizon, there will be more media availability. So hopefully some people continue to ask those questions. Um, Also going back to the Coyotes, it looks like Phil Kessel and goaltender Darcy Kemper could be on the move. This according to Sportsnet's Elliot Friedman. Forget Ekman Larson and uh, Garland. Let's bring Kessel home, eh? And finally, of course, Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final goes tonight in Tampa Bay, 8 p.m. Eastern. Montreal Canadiens looking to tie the series after, um, yeah, not looking too great in Game 1. That's it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Thank you so much for taking some time to listen. And uh, be back tomorrow with some more news and notes. And we'll also do a mailbag later this week as well. So if you want to send in some questions, that would be great. Um, for me, I'm really excited to check out this. I don't know if anybody listened to the West Cork podcast that was on Audible a couple years ago. It's now uh, available everywhere. And there's now a Netflix uh, true crime doc called Sophie, a murder in West Cork that uh, we might check out tonight if the boys go to bed early enough. I've only got a couple episodes left of Drive to Survive and I started watching Arrested Development again, actually, which uh, is just so good. I can't even believe how good the writing and the performances are in that. Um, So yeah, that's how I'm keeping busy. Tomorrow's a holiday up here in Canada, uh, but we'll still be uh, bringing you some locked on Boston Bruins content. So yeah, have a great uh, Wednesday friends downhill to the weekend. It's actually my Friday. I got the next couple days off, but uh, yeah, take care of yourselves, take care of each other friends, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Later.